Hello, welcome to another TMI podcast episode. It's Michaela. Um, wow, that felt very weird, and I also felt like very good to say. Um, I'm sorry. It's been a while since I've done a podcast episode. Um, yeah, I will get into details about where I've been. Um, I don't know. It's it's a lot. I I'm like kind of regretting right now pressing record at this moment, but I know I need to do this. I originally was actually going to wait to record this episode because I wanted Tori there to just be there as, as like a support system for me. And but also at the same time, we posted a preview of this episode. So episode 20, if you don't follow us on Instagram, you don't know what's really going on. I posted a quote that I knew I was going to say in this podcast episode today, and I just kind of felt compelled to get the courage and talk about where I've been, you know, and what I've been dealing with. And it's going to be hard. It's going to be heavy. And it's going to be the real honest truth about where I've been and what I'm doing right now in life. Um, oh no, <laughs> I just like jumped from like a 10 to like a five already, but we can do it. I can do this. Um, so to start out with, I do want a preference. There are mentions of self-harm and assault. So if you personally have dealt with that and if you still really are triggered by that maybe this episode might not be for you I mean I'm not gonna go into like details about it but like I mean it is mentioned in this episode I am just gonna preference that um yeah so I think I just am going to get started um I need to stop saying um I'm sorry guys I really haven't recorded in a month but okay focus Michaela you can do this um so what I will be talking about is where I've been, um, what's been going on in my life, and all that jazz. I know the last episode I did, it was the beginning of the school year, it was when grad school came back, and I'm going to be honest, <laughs> it's no bueno, it's it's not good. Um, it just, that was like the peak of the downfall, I think, and that's find out later, I guess. Just keep listening to this episode if you want to know what's been going on. So here's the deal. I am going to be talking about my substance abuse and my substance abuse that I've been struggling with with for maybe about seven to eight months. The last seven, eight months is alcohol. And I think a lot to handle right because I know there's really people listening right now and they're gonna be like what are you talking about Michaela like what like what hold up back up excuse me and this is why I'm gonna lay it all down so I think let's just get right into it actually the first thing background sorry guys I literally have this all outlined and I'm skipping around like a maniac I'm sorry um you can tell I'm probably nervous to talk about this but we're gonna share it so background story, I don't know if I've actually ever 
said it on the podcast, to be honest, but I am adopted from Russia. I was adopted at 21 months. And so just think about that. Just keep that in the back of your head. Um, so, you know, I'm adopted from Russia. And when I got adopted, you know, they have to do all these tests. Um, and one of them is the fetal alcohol syndrome. And I think it's also now um, fetal alcohol disorder. They changed the name, if I am correct. So I had got screened for that when I got adopted at 21 months. And obviously, like, nothing came up. But obviously, I don't want to stereotype, like, being from Europe and Russia specifically, you know, all those jokes about, like, vodka, you know. But, like, they do have to screen for you for that. Um, And so no symptoms really came up. And then another background story is, so my mom, so shout out to Mama Heck, (laughs) love ya. Her family background is kind of interesting as well because, so her dad, so my grandpa, and then two, two of her brothers, so two of my uncles um, were alcoholics and, you know, they recovered, they turned it around and they've, you know, been alcohol free for like ton of years like 30 40 years um so that's also another point to kind of add to the mixture so okay i guess i'm just gonna keep talking we made it this far so um growing up i i didn't drink so like in high school i didn't drink at all you guys like i wasn't a party girl in high school i was so focused on skating and golf i just didn't have time for it Freshman year, I didn't drink at all. I didn't drink until what? I think it was the week of finals spring, like spring semester. So spring of 2016, freshman year, and I literally had a sip of, of wine. I was like, ew, this stuff is disgusting. But then that summer, I like kind of got like interested about it. And I was like, oh, people, you know, home are like partying they have fake ids they're going to the bars like oh my gosh like what is this like i knew that was a concept because i watched all my classmates from high school be in sororities fraternities go to the bars you know like that was the college lifestyle and i didn't really do that freshman year now it's sophomore year and it is maybe october i think it was i'm like kind of interested in alcohol like i'm like okay like I'm going to start drinking probably now. And, you know, I told my friends and a lot of my friends didn't under a drink. We just didn't. But I was the one wild card during sophomore year. And it was really interesting as I'm recording this episode on October 19th. Yeah, October 19th. I got a Facebook memory um, that sophomore year. So five years ago is the first night I drank alcohol, like straight alcohol for the first night. And that was kind of weird to see this morning, but it is what it is. So sophomore year, it's October, and I get invited to a party. Uh, I don't have a fake yet, but I really want to get one. I'm like really starting to experiment with alcohol, but I'm not going like crazy. Like I maybe take a few sips and I maybe take one shot because it was golf season. And I was like, nope, like NCAA rules. I was such a goody two shoes, you guys. Jesus, (laughs) what happened to me? Um... And so I just didn't drink. I, I didn't drink. I didn't still feel like the need to, right? And I was like, focus on school, focus on golf. That is your job. That is why you're at school. I all of a sudden am going to my first party. And I'm like, I need booze. I need alcohol. And I'm going to try Svetka Vodka for the first time of my life. So I get a teammate to buy me 
like that huge bottle, I can remember it now, of freaking strawberry lemonade vodka. My dumb butt literally thought it might have tasted like it. Obviously, it didn't. So I fill up my water bottle and then like I am running across campus. I've never been drunk before. I've never felt that effect before. I'm running across campus and I don't even know how many shots I did, maybe three. And all of a sudden I am in like in this euphoric state, like running across campus, trying to go to this party with my friends, um, like my teammates. And I was like, whoa, like this is actually really scary. Like, am I okay? Like, oh my God, am I, am I going to die? But you know, I didn't. Um, but like, that was the first time of like feeling buzzed. And I was like, oh, this is like kind of cool, but like also really scary. Like, oh my God, how do people do this every weekend? So that night I just, I was really mellow. Like I didn't get blacked out drunk. I didn't really, really even get drunk to be honest at that party. But like, that was the first step of my experience in alcohol. So the next morning, I still have this bottle in the, in our room. Like, I'm the only one who's drinking it. All my friends and my roommates are like, why is it in the room? We're going to get in trouble. And I'm like, no, we're fine. We're just hide it. I was alone in my room. It was the next morning, so Sunday afternoon. And we had cranberry juice. I, I poured myself a cranberry vodka in a glass. I took, like, two sips of it. And then I was like, Michaela, it is a Sunday. You are doing homework. And I dumped it on the drain. I was like, what are you doing? Like, calm down. People don't drink on Sundays. It's, what are you doing? And I think this is kind of, this gets the ball rolling. So if you guys didn't actually listen to one of our first episodes, I'm actually looking it up right now, our mental health episode. That's where I talk about sophomore year and my drinking and my depression. Um, so if you guys have not listened to that episode, episode three, mental health should be talked about. Um, you kind of might not know what's going on overview um i got super depressed got a fake id i was raging having a time of my life i thought um but yeah you know typical college you know because like that is the college experience as people like to call it and so now jump forward to junior year of college um i was coming back from a really rough semester like mentally i didn't have any fake ideas i didn't really want to drink um, cause I was just like, no, like I know alcohol is bad for me. I am not doing that again. So I take a break from, from alcohol junior year, um, until after golf season. And then, you know, maybe rarely I do like a shot of vodka and then I'm done. I don't drink after that. Cause I'm like, nope, I know my limits. I know this isn't good for me. And then fast forward to, winter break of junior year so i was obsessed you guys and when i mean i was obsessed like ask my mom like we were be out to dinner and i'd be like oh i want to take a sip of that oh my god i cannot wait till i'm 21 in like six months oh my god this is what i'm gonna order so and so and so like i was obsessed about talking about alcohol you guys like i just couldn't stop i was like i'm probably gonna be a wine drinker i'm probably not gonna be a shots person after i turn 21 like it was very weird like looking back on it it was weird and honestly like all my friends like even my mom was like can you stop like shut up like no one cares michaela <laughs> it was really weird like i was obsessed with the concept of being 21 and being able to pinpoint like i'm gonna drink uh, vodka martinis or i'm gonna drink wine so odd really weird so right then 
<laughs> pinpoint obsession with alcohol. That's probably the, the freaking first flag. So now fast forward to the next semester. So second semester of junior year. I maybe drink twice a week. It's either Friday and Saturday or Friday or Saturday. Like I either do Friday and Saturday or whatever. I switch off because, you know, I'm still like doing really well in school. I I don't want to mess anything up. Um, you know, I would get drunk like we would get really drunk. Um, I also blacked out the first time junior year um, off of UV blue. And I remember the next morning after I blacked out, like I didn't do anything really stupid or like too crazy. Um, thank God. Um, but I remember like feeling like, oh my God, I blacked out. Like, I don't remember what I did. Like, that is terrifying. I'm not drinking. Like, I cannot do this. Like, that is so scary with my obsession of not, of not knowing what I did last night or what I said. Um, so I end up, you know, junior year, like not really drinking a lot. Fast forward three months, I turned 21. So my birthday's in August. So I turned 21 and I black out on my 21st birthday. And I know people are going to be like, well, that's what you're supposed to do. Or like, that's normal. No, it's actually not. I'm sorry. I was so excited, you guys. Like I was told to take a nap between my events on my 21st birthday. I was like, oh, hell no. Like, just cracking open drinks. And I know, like, you're excited, you're legal, whatever. But I blacked out on my 21st birthday. And I didn't, I like, I didn't even realize, you guys, I did. Until the next morning when I was golfing at 8 a.m. Yes, I know, I wasn't violently hungover somehow. And I was like, what happened yesterday? Like, oh my god, I, this is not good. So I text all my friends, I text my boyfriend at the time. Like, I didn't do anything crazy, but again, still, like, oh, no, Michaela, like, strike two, you did this again. Like, what are you doing? Um, senior year. Now it is senior year of college. I am 21, finally. Like, I have this new power of being 21. No one can deny me alcohol. It's also senior year, so let's be honest. Our whole freaking theme senior year was let's rage, let's party. But then again, me, I was like, no, I can't. Golf season, like wait like seven weeks and then I can start raging with you guys and I can finally go out to the bars. And then I went out to the bars. We pre-gamed and at St. Mary's, the normal thing is to fill Yetis with alcohol and go to hockey games and you just get drunk and you cheer for hockey, you know, like, whoa, because we don't have a football team. So hockey is our big deal. That was normal. Like you can probably check my Instagram my Yeti is almost in every single picture of every weekend of hockey. You know, like, it was senior year. Like, we have to live it up. It's our last year of college. And so I I took advantage of it, but I was still being responsible. That's the thing. I would go out to the bars. I wouldn't get sloppy drunk. I wouldn't hook up. I wouldn't black out. You know, I was smart. But then I got to a point mid-November of senior year and all of a sudden I went on a week bender because I broke up with my boyfriend at the time you know me 21 year old me mad what do I do drink didn't do well on homework drink failed a quiz or test I drank I went on a week bender felt like crap the whole next week 
And then I come home for Christmas, um, like Christmas or winter break of senior year. And I've gained like a little bit of weight. Like it's not crazy, but I was like, oh my God, I've gained weight from alcohol. And my upcoming semester, um, in my last semester of senior year, I was both an undergrad and a grad student with an internship. And I was like, no, we're not doing this. We are cutting back. We cannot do this. And so I actually really did cut back. And then I went to a LaSallean college and I'm practicing Catholic. I'm not crazy Catholic, but I decided to give up alcohol for Lent. Um, So for 40 days, I didn't drink. And let me tell you, it was from March to April, like February to April, whatever it was. I lost weight. I was happy. Like I was thriving and I was the best version of myself because I wasn't drinking. Like I would be sober caps to my friends. I'd be like, haha, look at what you did last night. You know, and and I know a lot of people judge me senior year. They're like, it's senior year. What are you doing? But again, my choice. And then my first actual event post-Lent was townie tour to all of my fellow smooth cardinals out there. Townie mother frickin' tour 2019. The last townie tour we have ever had. Thank you, COVID. I just live it up. I don't remember half the day senior year again, right? Like, ha ha ha, 40 days off, right back on my routine. Um, I finish up the semester really strong. And then also at our college, we have senior week. So we have finals Friday, Saturday, Monday, Tuesday. And then that Tuesday through Saturday um, is senior week because graduation's on that Saturday. So Tuesday through Friday, we have just the seniors on campus. And yes, we were that small, so everyone mostly lived on on campus. Um, And so practically, senior week, you only have people who are graduating. So you are getting so obliviated, intoxicated every single day. Like everything was drinking. Drink, 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 drink. That's all we did for six days. Um, And graduation rolls around and like we're all just boozed out like we just don't want to drink like everyone's livers physically hurt us okay like we're like oh no crippling anxiety how much money do we spend this week on booze like but we got the diploma um and then for like the the rest of the summer it was like super chill super mellow um so it really wasn't a concern so that's summer 2019. Fast forward to spring of 2020, March 2020 to be exact, and that is when COVID hit. Now, can we all just take a moment and think back how we all panicked that we thought the liquor stores were going to close? Do you remember that? Because I remember that. I'm pretty sure we all stockpiled. Do not lie. Like, right? Like, we drank. Like, we would have virtual happy hours. We would drink on a Tuesday or a Wednesday afternoon because we are working from home. And I think this is this is where we kind of start the issue. This is where the issue kind of, I think, actually goes 
south. I am drinking because it's like it's COVID. It's actually normal to drink like seven times a week, right? And I wasn't really slipping in grad school. You know, I was still like prioritizing, but you know, drinking, drinking, drinking. And so now I have this kind of like new habit. Um, my 23rd birthday rolls around. So August of 2020. Guess what happens? I, I bet you already know what happens. Yep. Mm-hmm. I blacked out. On my freaking birthday again. And I know people are like, oh my gosh, like that's your birthday. That's what you're supposed to do. No. No, 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 no. I don't think that's supposed to be happening because I had like almost a whole bottle of freaking pink Whitney that night. So no. Crippling anxiety and hangover. So I took a break from alcohol. I was like, no freaking way am I doing this again. Do I see a pattern here? Like I... I know my limit, I go too far, and then I stop. Um, well, this is where this is all about to change. Fast forward to December 2020. December 8th, 2020. Um, this is kind of hard to say. Because I've never actually talked about this on the podcast, and a lot of people listening probably don't even know what's going on. Um, that's the night I got assaulted. I was drinking that night, and I got assaulted. So, this horrible and traumatic thing happens to me. And then winter break happens for two weeks of the holiday. I got so drunk every single night for two weeks solid because I was trying to cope with this trauma and I was trying to cope with like this actually didn't happen but it did and this is where really things um, really start to downfall. So after that... So January, February, March, I am drinking excessively. Like, I didn't stop. I did not stop. But maybe I'm only drinking, like, three or four times a week. But still, drinking and drinking. I am really starting to feel burnt out from my job. I'm feeling really burnt out from grad school. I'm still online. I'm, I'm over it. I almost didn't pass my... My grad class. So, was, so this is spring of 2021. So last spring. And I'm just, I'm feeling depressed. Like I'm, I'm miserable. And I'm drinking to cope with alcohol. I'm losing friends because I'm getting blacked out drunk and saying mean things that I know that's not true. But like still, I'm getting blacked out drunk on weekends. Like it's normal. And then, um, summer of 2021, so a few months ago, I survived the school year, and now I'm supposed to be doing my last three grad courses before my thesis and student teaching. 
And this is the exact same time I released um, episode eight. This is when I released episode eight, restarting, not quitting. And how I took a break from grad school, right? And I was like, oh, I'm just going to restart again in the fall, like no biggie. So I am drinking. I am depressed. I literally failed grad school for a semester. And this is when um, self-harm comes into play. I would only do it when I was drunk. I would never do it when I was sober. Um, and it happens. Um, no one really knows. <laughs> I just said it now. But here you go. Surprise. Um, if you look at my freaking left arm, I you can probably see the scars. And I wore like two big band-aids for like three weeks this summer and everyone's like what did you do and I was like oh I burned myself on my curling iron I don't freaking curl my hair on Kayla but you know still like oh I burned I burned my arm no that's definitely not what happened but again I'm hiding things I'm not being honest I'm not being truthful (sighs) But I'm still like being perky and I'm still being happy and I'm happy I have the people I have in my life and I'm, you know, I'm trying to rebuild this and trying to figure this out. And now this is also the first time my mom tells me, you need to stop drinking. Like it is, I can, I know what you're doing. Like you are drinking in your room. You're going to the liquor store way too many times in a week. And I was like, yeah, 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 I'll cut back. I'll cut back. Right? Like, because that's what you want to say. Like, that's what people want to hear. Because when you get called out, you're like, no, that's not happening. Like, I'm going to stop. Do not worry. Because, right, you would think when someone says to you in interviews for the first time, you would stop. Or at least I thought I would stop, right? Because I was so used to, like, having those peaks and then stopping. And I was like, whoa. And now in my story it is my 20 24th birthday yikes to all my friends that night you know what happened i completely embarrassed myself all i'm going to say is i got dragged by my feet up the stairs of my house i was so intoxicated And then I was also so blacked out drunk, I wouldn't stop crying about someone, which isn't important. And my mom was like, Michaela, like, stop. Like, how much do you have to drink? And I turned to my mom in front of all of my friends in my room, just trying to help me to get to bed. I scream at her and I go, are you going to send me to rehab? Yep. That's, that's where I was. Um. Yeah. And looking back on it, like that is terrifying. Like that is absolutely terrifying that I just said that so normally. And of course, I don't even know if my friends said anything back or if they were like shocked or just like in complete horror that I would say something like that. And after that, My mom told me, 
I am giving you a month to get your actual shit together, Michaela. She also says, I will not see you crash and burn. So you need to get it together. Okay. Yeah, things got really serious. I maybe stopped drinking for, what, 10 days? And then I'm I'm back on my freaking routine. Like, I'm I'm back on my routine. Like, I'm back on my routine. Because I'm like, she's not serious. My mom's not serious. And so now, fast forward to last month, September. Back to school. Grad school start again. And I'm academic probation for grad school. Remember, I'm, I'm on academic probation. This is my last chance to get, to get it together. Eight weeks later, it didn't change. Nothing changed. Um... Yeah, that kind of sucks. And I know a lot of people are going to be like, well, why didn't you do anything, Michaela? And here's my answer. When you are so deep into an addiction, especially substance abuse, like you don't care. Like you don't care if you hurt people around you. You don't care if you hurt like yourself, like you don't care if you ruin everything, right? Like everything can crumbling, like everything that's crumbling down and you still don't care because you don't want to change because like being drunk is more safer than actually talking about what's going on and what you need to do. And so right now, I don't know what I'm going to do with grad school. Um, I don't know which recovery program I'm going to do. That sounds weird to say, I guess. I don't know if I'm going to do rehab or if I just I'm going to go to meetings or intense therapy. I don't know. I haven't really decided yet because I think I'm I'm still processing what I did to myself. Because I used alcohol to cope. And then the coping mechanism became into a habit. And then the habit became into a daily routine. Now, to all my friends who literally have no clue. Like, they, you can't believe I'm saying this. I'm good at hiding it. I hit it so much. Because, right, like, I'm not going to go crazy if when I'm on dates with guys, I'm not going to go crazy when, like, I'm at a social event when I know I have to drive home. But, like, if you just leave me to my own devices, it's game over. Um, yeah. And I think it's super important to acknowledge the fact that as a society, we encourage drinking for any type of situation. A birthday, a funeral, a new job, quitting your job, like whatever it is. As a society, we're like, drink, drink, drink. And if you don't drink, 
people are like, why aren't you drinking? Like, we condone being sober. And I think it's really dumb. And, you know, for the last few weeks, I, I've been, like, trying to find, like, really good, like, sober inspiration Instagram pages, you know? Like, because, right, because right now I think I'm kind of in the, in the denial stage of, like, this isn't happening. But it is. And I need to change it. Because, like, right now, if I continue, it's going to end. Like, everything's done. You know? And I'm even still trying to process, like, where did it all go wrong? Like, seriously, like, where did this, where did it go wrong? Was it last December? Was it sophomore year of college? I don't know. And obviously, I really haven't done that work, though, personally, for me to go to my therapist and know my therapist has no idea about any of this because I haven't seen her since June. She has no clue. Like, all of this has been going on. And I think I'm also really scared to go to my therapist because it's like, crap. I actually have to talk about this. And I know for me right now, this wasn't easy for me to talk about it, but I don't have anyone staring at me. All I have is this mic. And who knows? I might never record. Uh, not record. I might never publish this episode, but I, I know I'm going to. Because we made an Insta post about it. And I don't want people to like text me or like call me if they listen to this and be like, why didn't you tell us? Like, What do you need? Can we drink in front of you? Like, just because I'm trying to get my life together doesn't mean that you can't have fun, right? Like, it's hard, right? Like, it's super hard. And I was really, I'm really good at hiding it, right? Like, I literally was in Disney last week on freaking vacation in Epcot for the Food and Wine Festival. <laughs> like, and I was fine. Um... So I just think it's kind of important to, like, know if you're struggling with substance abuse, if it's something else, like, it's okay. And, like, you're not broken and you're not, you're not doomed, right? Because I think, yes, for me right now, life circumstances aren't the way I wish they were but it's better to be in the situation I am now so I can try to backtrack and fix things I know this is has been a super long episode and I applaud people who are still listening right now to this point and I'm not telling you guys this for you to feel bad for me, for to have, like, sympathy. No. I'm telling you guys, because I, t I told Tori, because, you know, Tori does know. And I told her. I think I owe it to all of you guys who listen, right? Because, like, we have this little community, and we've always been open and honest with you guys. And I think for me, it just took me a while to figure out what I wanted to say. And if I wanted to actually admit by talking about it, 
what's been going on. And I think that can be really hard. And I hope I can give you guys an update in a few weeks, you know, but I'm also really grateful that I really didn't feel pressured to record during all this. You know, I did have a few people be like, when's the next episode? Like, what are you guys posting? And then thankfully I didn't get that, you know, and me and Tori have been super busy, but I think we both really just need a time to figure out things, whether it was me or if it was Tori. And I'm excited that she finally moved to the city. So now we can actually be in person now for episodes way, way, way more. And so, yeah, I think it's important that I was able to talk with you guys and kind of give you an update on where where I am and my healing process. So um, (laughs) I guess that's all I'm going to leave you guys with. And always please remember that you are loved and that you are important and that if you are struggling, it is okay to ask for help. And I will see you guys in the next episode. XOXO, Michaela.